0: Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. I'm here with Adam. Hey, Cole. What's going on? New co-host for today's show. And last week we talked about four pillars to help us thrive as artists, but also, honestly, in life in general. If you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to last week's episode. But if you have a quick refresher, we talked about four things help us thrive as artists and as humans. Physical health, emotional maturity, rhetoric, the ability to listen critically, understand what we're hearing, and then communicate clearly. And lastly, game theory, which is all about the process of decision making. And now we're hopping through each of those four things and talking about them one at a time. So this week, we're talking about physical health. And you might be asking yourself, why in the world would that even be relevant when we're talking about helping bring our creative dreams to life. And first of all, the reason physical health is important is simply because it's key to staying alive. None of the other things matter. None of our art matters. None of our creative creativity matters unless we're actually alive to make it. In addition to that, um, you know, a lot of artists might be doing double duty, for instance.
1: Yeah, a lot of us as artists have to have full-time jobs or at least a part-time job sometimes. And so that means when you're trying to build your art career, you're also working on a second career. And and if you have clients, they're not going to want to hear like, oh, I didn't get the work done for you because I was at my day job. So a lot of times you are going to end up pulling double duty.
0: Another thing that physical health really helps us with is focus. So if we find ourselves distracted, if we find ourselves not able to really pay attention to our creative objectives... A lot of times that has to do with what we're kind of putting into our body and the ways our body is affected. And of course, there's also a lot of physical labor that goes into making stuff or getting the things done that we need to get done.
1: Yeah, I think oftentimes as artists, it's easy to neglect your physical health because you're just focused on spending so much time making art. But if you're able to focus and lock in, you got to remember that your brain is an organ. And yeah, your art's coming from it, but it's also just a part of your body system and you know, being healthy is important
0: for that. So we're gonna talk about four components of physical health, and of course there's a lot, but we're gonna really kind of focus in on four. Exercise, sleep, food, and substances. So when it comes to exercise, this is something that actually Adam and I both kind of participate in. Uh, I wake up and go to the gym most mornings with my friend Cameron, and we do some physical activity. And honestly, it's been a really great rhythm to establish in my own life for a lot of reasons. One, it helps me because I have it as a rhythm and I wake up at the same time each day. It has me kind of on a some regularity when it comes to just starting my day. And then the second thing is, as I start my day with physical activity, it kind of lifts me. And there's, you know, an association between serotonin levels and how we actually feel emotionally related to how we are treating our bodies physically. And
1: also, you don't have to go first thing in the morning, bright and early. Like, I know it's kind of a popular thing where all these gurus and influencers are stuff like, you know, get to the gym at 5 a.m., get there at 4 a.m. You've got, you know, people saying that, but for me, I go between 11 and 2, and I just use it as a break away from work, and it helps me kind of refocus, and I actually have a lot of good ideas while I'm at the gym. So you don't have to wake up super early, and like if that's just not something you're going to adhere to, don't feel like you have to do it. Like You can do it whenever you want.
0: That's actually a really good point, something that I experience a lot. So I go with my friend Cameron, and we're talking for the most of the time when we're in the weight room. But then we hop in the pool, and there's definitely no one like I can't obviously communicate with anyone. And I'm not wearing headphones, because I'm in the water. And so for me, it's a really great time just to clear my mind and actually start thinking creatively. It gives me some time during my waking hours where I'm just processing a lot of the creative things that I'm working on all day. And it gives me that mental space and time to really think through the things that I'm working on. So the second thing we're going to talk about when it comes to physical health is sleep. So I recently got an Apple Watch and I've been tracking my sleep. And a lot of the data that it's giving me is really confusing. And I don't think, honestly, it's all that really helpful. But one of the things that it is helpful with is helping me go to bed at a particular time where I can actually sleep like eight hours a night or seven hours a night, whatever it is that I um, that I set it to. And it's been actually really helpful for me to pay attention to my sleep, and then have energy for the day. Um, Anything that you've experienced around sleep, Adam, that's been helpful?
1: Yeah, it's not directly related to sleep, but for the longest time, I've had the software on my computer called Flux, which now Apple has built in to their computers, where it starts to set the screen to become like redder and redder as the night goes on so that you don't just stare at blue light all night long and it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, oh, oops, I didn't realize that I've been up this late. So just doing stuff like that even can help you fall asleep faster when it is time to go to sleep.
0: So the third thing we'll talk about uh, related to physical health is food. And I think this is one of the things that um, I would say my big idea around food, I guess, is intentionality. So um, I don't know, people, a lot of people swing between different diets or different types of eating. And then I think that there's the other extreme, which is people don't think about uh, what it is that they're eating ever. And so I think my hope for myself and for other people who are kind of moving down this path of trying to take care of themselves is to have some level of intentionality about what we eat. One of the things that I notice is that when I show up at a restaurant, if I don't have some ground rules for the things I do want to eat and the things I don't want to eat, I often just show up there and order whatever it is that is in the moment appealing to me on the menu. And of course, there are some really wonderful times to just do that, to just show up and eat what you want to eat. But one of the things that I've tried to do is to establish some regularity about the types of foods that I'm putting into my body and not putting into my body. Adam, are there any things that you've decided about your own eating habits?
1: Yeah, I think it's important when you are working on projects, especially as an artist, don't forget to eat because that is an important part of it is fueling your body and your brain and your mind. It needs food. So, you know, if you're sitting down and you're just grinding out like writing or painting or whatever it is, like make time in your day to stop and eat and have a snack You know, have snacks around because you don't want to wake up or look up and it's like, oh, I haven't eaten in 10 hours and I feel terrible and I hate the work I've been doing because I'm in a bad mood. Like you need to eat and fuel your body.
0: That's a really good point. I mean, there are times where I get kind of into the project in front of me and I don't eat and then I look up, it's three o'clock and I realize I have like a pounding headache. And it's really the only time I get headaches is when I neglect like nutrition during the day. So it's a really great point. And the last thing we're going to talk about is substances. And I would say the same thing that I say about food. I think that people, um, a lot of times, we find ourselves in social environments or we find ourselves in relationship with particular people, and it leads us down a path of engaging in particular substances, whatever that is for you, alcohol or marijuana or hallucinogenics or other drugs. Um, And a lot of that is so socially focused. And a lot of a lot of our decisions there, I think, are in the same realm of what we just talked about with food, is that we haven't haven't set decided guidelines for ourselves and the things that we want to put into our bodies or the things that we want to be true about our physical health, and so we end up in particular scenarios or situations where we're maybe doing something or walking down a path when it comes to substances that isn't something that we've chosen. It's just something we've fallen into.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think with artists, there's also a big difference between self-medicating and supplementing. Like I've known musicians who are like, Oh, I can't write music unless I smoke or whatever it is that they do. And to me, I think a lot of that comes down to maybe undiagnosed anxiety or they're having trouble kind of letting go of certain feelings. And sometimes when you get to the root cause of why you can't make art unless you're high or, you know, whatever it is, which it can be an uncomfortable subject to think about. But, you know, maybe there's some some things that you need to work through in your personal life where it's like, oh, I am inhibited by the need to do this. And so maybe if I can work through that and get myself to a point where I can work on art without having to do that, then when I do smoke or whatever it is, it's just making it that much better instead of depending on it. So maybe just some introspection on like, is there a reason that this is happening and why do I need this to write?
0: Really great point. And actually it's a great segue into next week when we be talking about emotional health, because all of these four things are really are intimately related. And so, uh, really excited to continue this journey of these four pillars. Next week, we'll be talking about emotional maturity and how that relates to our lives as artists and our lives as humans and kind of leading us down the path of thriving. So as always, thanks for hanging out and we'll see you next week. Follow Artrepreneur Podcast on Instagram. And until then, go make stuff.